Hello, this is Sherry at the Intentional Home Podcast, where I share tips and resources to help you live with intention and purpose. This is episode number eight, and today we're going to be talking about how to do interval planning in your home and your home school. Have you ever heard the term interval planning before? This was a concept, I guess, that was fairly new to me, but in this podcast, I want to dig into what interval planning is and how you can implement it in some form anyway into your home and your homeschool, if you homeschool. So interval planning is not something that is just for homeschoolers. It's a way of planning your days, your months, and your years so that you can get more accomplished. So whether you homeschool or not, this is going to be a beneficial episode for you. So let's start out with what is interval planning? Interval planning is simply planning out your year in intervals or segments. Now, I have always done some sort of interval planning, but not really to the extent that I've done recently. I first heard of this term from Misty Winkler at Simplified Organization, and I'll put a link to her site in the show notes. But I was able to take some of the things that she talks about, and I was able to take my planning to a whole new level. Now, Misty shares a ton of great information on her blog and in her courses about planning, and it really helped me to step it up a bit and to accomplish so much more than I would have before. Now, when you plan these shorter segments of time, it allows you to break down those larger goals and tasks that we want to get accomplished into manageable chunks that can be accomplished during these intervals. Now, what was once a huge task that seemed so overwhelming and you didn't even know where to begin, it now becomes a series of smaller tasks that you can accomplish over time. And the end result is completed tasks and a happier mom. So that is what interval planning is. Now, how do you implement interval planning into your home and your homeschool? I'm going to outline some steps here that I take when I am doing interval planning. Now, these can apply to you whether you homeschool or not. But my hope is that this will give you a framework to begin doing some interval planning of your own. So here is how I do interval planning. The first step is to set your intervals. Now, you need to take a look at your year and divide it up into six to eight week intervals. Now, if you homeschool, I suggest planning six to seven week intervals with a week off in between each interval. If you don't homeschool, your intervals can be, can be a bit longer if you like, maybe eight weeks or nine weeks. But just to make sure, I just want to make sure that you plan that week break in between. And we're going to talk about, actually about that break week, we're going to talk about in another episode. But I just want to focus on this interval part of it today. So you need to look at your year. Divide it up into six to eight week intervals, maybe a little bit more if you don't homeschool. Now, some intervals may be shorter or longer, depending on how holidays fall. But I tend to, most of the time, stick to about the six week interval. 
I find that that's just the right amount of time for us as we homeschool. It helps us to dig in and to work hard and for those six weeks. And then everyone knows that that one week break is coming. It doesn't seem so far away and it motivates us to dig in and to get our work done. So once you've looked at your year, you've divided your, um, you've figured out the dates for those intervals, mark them on your calendar. Now, whether you have a digital calendar like Google Calendar or a physical calendar, or like me, you use both, you go ahead and mark those out on your calendar so that you can quickly see where those intervals are and when the break weeks are. Um, and I, I really recommend that you get this on your calendar. And the importance of that is so that you can see when those break weeks are, especially as you consider planning appointments, family vacations, all of those kinds of things. So whether you use a digital calendar like Google Calendar or a physical calendar, write those intervals in so that you can kind of plan your your activities around those intervals. So that's the first step to set up those interval segments. The next step, step two, is to do a year at a glance brain dump. Now, what we're going to do here is I want you to get your calendar out and do a brain dump. Just make a list of everything that's going to be happening that year. That includes birthdays and anniversary, any kind of dental or doctor appointments, vacations, house projects that you want to do, work projects, all kinds of things. Just write down everything that you can think of that you know that you need to accomplish in the coming year. Make that list, everything that you can think of. Now, does this mean that you're going to end up doing all of these things? Probably not. But this is just to get you thinking about what you would like to accomplish. So that was step two, is doing that year-at-a-glance brain dump. The next step is to make a list of goals for the year. So now that you've done your brain dump, it's time to set some goals. So start by writing down on a piece of paper the main areas of your life. Spiritual, health, marriage, homemaking, parenting, work, homeschooling, etc. Now, go back to your brain dump and start setting some goals. Now, be careful not to overdo. Um, now, it's tempting to have lofty goals and have many of them. But I want to encourage you to just maybe find a couple or set a couple of goals, maybe in each of those areas that you want to accomplish. Um, you'll be much more likely to actually get them done if you're not feeling overwhelmed by too many of them. So that was step two, make a list of goals then. Step four is to add important dates, goals, and events to your intervals. So now that you've looked at your whole year, you did a brain dump of all the important dates, appointments, projects, etc., and you made a list of your goals, it's time to begin adding these items to your intervals. Now you can use a document on the computer, like I like to use Evernote for this, but you can use whatever you want, whether it's some kind of a word processing program, or you can just use some paper or a notebook. But create a page for each interval. Write the date of the interval at the top of the page, and then I want you to go back and write all the important events and appointments under the right interval. So I know some of these things 
you can't schedule. They're already set. Birthdays and anniversaries and appointments sometimes are already scheduled ahead of time. So write those things on the right page, depending on what interval they fall in. After that, I want you to look at your goals and your projects and jot down under the interval that you think that would work best to work on them. So for example, if one of your goals for the year or one of your projects is to wash all the windows on your house. If you're going to do that, you're probably not going to put it in the interval that falls during the winter time. It's probably going to be during the spring, summer, maybe the fall. So depending on what your projects are and what your, your goals that you want to accomplish, just kind of jot those down. They're not set in stone, but they're to give you an idea of what interval you might want to start working on those in. So that's step four, is getting those dates and goals and stuff written down in those intervals. Now step five then is to plan your first interval. Now here's where the fun starts. I'm going to talk to homeschoolers first here. If you're a homeschooler, you may want to use a physical calendar planner to write in your homeschool plans. Um, I tend to use kind of a combination. I have some of my plans in Evernote and then I also jot down plans for my kids in their intentional, uh, actually I'm using the intentional weekly planner this year, but I will link to those in the show notes as well so you can see what I do. But for our homeschool, I look at everything that we need to cover that year. Then I divide it up into the number of intervals that I have planned to do our homeschool. For example, let's say that we need to get through two math workbooks for the year, and there are 180 pages total. I have six intervals planned. That means that each interval, during the, each interval, we need to cover 30 pages. So I then divide up that 30 pages into weeks and enter those assignments in each of my kids' intentional weekly planners. And then I repeat this for all of their individual work that they have to do. Um, I don't plan out the whole year. I just do this for an interval. Um, I do, like I said, I do at the beginning of the year figure out about how much we need to cover in each interval, but I don't sit down and plan out detailed lesson plans for what needs to be done each day for the whole year. That, that, detailed planning I only do once before the interval starts. So during my break week before we start that interval, I'll sit down and figure out where we are, what we need to accomplish that interval, and then I'll I'll get all those plans made out. So I do that for their individual work. I also plan out our history and science this way, although I don't put these plans directly in my kids' planners but I have it planned out on in Evernote, what we need to cover each interval, what books we need to read. Um, and then when I'm planning that interval, I can look at what I've scheduled, what I need to, to figure out what we need to accomplish each week and know exactly how much I need to cover. So that's kind of how I do interval planning for our homeschool. Now, if you don't homeschool or even um, if you homeschool, you can carry this uh, this interval planning beyond homeschooling 
and use these intervals to also plan projects that you want to complete around the house or that are job related. Like if you're a blogger or if you have an outside job that you need to do some projects on. So go back to that list of goals that you made and see what projects that you can work on during each interval and write those down. And then underneath each of those projects, write out smaller steps that you need to take to reach that goal. For example, let's say that one project you want to get done is going through all of the kids' clothes. So I've got five kids, and I've got three of them that are still fairly younger. So maybe underneath that project for me, I would write down, go through Jonathan's clothes, go through Rachel's clothes, go through Wesley's clothes. Um, maybe make a trip to Goodwill. I, I write down each individual step so that when I'm doing my weekly planning, I can look at these projects that I want to complete, pick one or more of the steps to do that week, and actually put it on my to-do list. And then once those steps are done, I can cross them off my list. Now, if you've um, been around me long enough, you know I'm a list maker. I love lists. But it really motivates me when I see progress being made. And I think many times we get so overwhelmed with what needs to be done that we actually kind of do nothing because we're so overwhelmed. So using this system of interval planning can help you break down those goals into smaller tasks and then help you um, accomplish them by adding them into your week and chipping away at them little baby step by baby step. So you also, I talked a little bit about the break weeks, how you need to plan a week break in between each of your intervals. Um, I'm actually going to save that for the next podcast. I will talk about break weeks and the kinds of things that you can do during that week. But I hope that this has been helpful for you. If you've never thought about doing interval planning, whether you homeschool or not, I could see this. Even if I didn't homeschool, I could see this as being very beneficial for me um, to be more intentional in things that I want to get done around the house, um, projects that need to be done that maybe um, seem so overwhelming and I don't even know where to start or when to do them. It can help you divide up your year, spread out some of those projects, get to-do lists made so you can begin chipping away at those and getting them done. So I hope that that has helped you maybe understand what interval planning is and how it could maybe help you as you plan out your home or your homeschool. So I would encourage you to give it a try. Go back through and listen to this again to get a better understanding of what interval planning is and how you can use it. I will include links in the show notes. Um, I wrote a blog post that I talked about this. I'll link that in the in the show notes as well, um, as well as links to my planners that I use and some other things that might help you. But I do encourage you to give it a try. Maybe just try one interval and just plan it out and see how you think that goes. Um, I know for us, it's been a huge blessing. Um, It's been a wonderful way for me to plan our homeschool, especially, and it allows me to be able to plan the rest of my life, my projects and things around those break weeks and allowing me to 
be more intentional in getting done the things that I need to get done. So I hope that has helped you uh, and given you maybe some encouragement that you might need to give this interval planning a try. So thank you for joining me here again at the Intentional Home Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Intentional Home Podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. And if you are enjoying my podcast, I would love it if you could leave me a review in the iTunes store. It really helps iTunes to push out my podcast more and so more people can find it. So I would love to hear from you if you're enjoying it. For more information about my podcast and to see the show notes with links to resources that are mentioned in the episodes, you can go to sherrygram.com forward slash podcast. Thank you and God bless you.